this is Top Quality Faith Ministries podcast, a multicultural global church mandated by God the Father to love and to serve as an instrument of the body of Christ. This is the house where God builds top quality faith in his people. Wherever you are listening from, we pray that you are blessed by today's message. This call is being recorded. Good evening, family. First and foremost, Father God, we come humble before your throne, thanking you not just for this day, but for our yesterdays, for just getting us up and getting us through this day. Father God, as we gather tonight for Bible study, we pray that you not only touch the pastor, but teach, touch each and every one of us, that we're all anointed to participate contribute in the growth and understanding of your word for that we can be an edification to others that we come in contact with. We forever give you the praise and the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Holy Spirit just literally said to me, sit still, good, get comfortable, and unpack. And he was saying that to me for some time. He said, tell everybody to sit still, get comfortable, and unpack. He said, for you shall be here a while. And what he's literally saying to us, that the place that he has us, we will be here for a little while. And so we need to sit still. We need to unpack our minds. And we need to get comfortable in him. Because where we are residing, we're going to be here for a while. And as I begin to say, why did you say to us, sit still, unpack, relax. You're going to be here for a while. And he literally says to me to say to you, for I am speaking to the spiritual man. It's so important that you understand that there are two entities that reside on the inside of you. And you must understand that there is a constant war going on on the inside of you. And you must be able to stand strong in the spiritual aspect of your relationship with God. There is a war inside of you. He repeats that. There is a war inside of you. Paul talks about this and he speaks of it over and over to whereby he speaks that there is a war, a battle that constantly goes forward on the inside of him and he has a difficulty really standing in the things that he knows to do what is right. He's being pulled into doing 
what's wrong, even though he knows what is right. And as I began to look at this particular part of the sermon and message that he was saying, I said, Lord, I have the same struggle on the inside of me. I will utter one thing which is so great and so good out of my mouth. And I will truly, truly jump for joy because I know it aligns with you. Then the other hand, I have things that's flowing out of my mouth and I am not even in agreement with it, but yet it is what's leading me. He said, hear me. For the younger is what you want to stand. Holy Spirit then began to remind me that there is two entities on the inside, and he kept reminding me there is two entities on the inside of me, and he began to talk about two births. And I really need you guys to hear me. There are two births. And the Lord literally said, the old will serve the new. And I was like, Lord, what are you talking about? What is, what is it that you're saying to me? And he began to take me back to Esau and Jacob. And as the Lord began to show me Esau and Jacob, there was a story of two individuals. And this is the first time in the Bible where the Lord literally takes the opportunity to tell the woman what she is having because she's having such a difficult pregnancy. And he tells her in the conversation that there are two entities on the inside of him, meaning two nations, and he literally says that the older will serve the younger. And I sat back and I was like, whoa. And then Paul speaks of the same similar war in the New Testament, and he's talking about two individual aspects of himself, and hopefully you guys are hearing me when I'm saying this, because we have a younger us, and we have a older us. The older us is the one that was existing before we connected with Christ. The younger one is the one that has a new birth that name is written in heaven. Hear what I'm saying? So the Holy Spirit said, get comfortable, relax. Unpack because you'll be here a while. He's telling you, as you operate in the newness and you begin to tell this old man that you got to serve the new regenerated person, your life will begin to unfold and you will see the goodness of the Lord coming forward. Let me stop and make sure you guys understand. I know my birthday, but my spiritual birthday is so important 
because that's truly the date in which I was born again. And so when the Holy Spirit begins to tell me about the old serving the new, and I'll go into scripture, I really want you guys to hear what he's saying. How can the old, the old thing serve the new? And I kept saying, how can old things serve new? And he literally said to me, for where I struggled in my past, it is going to serve me in order to help others come out of what they're struggling. So my old life represents a place that it serves. But the Holy Spirit said in order for the service to go forward, he said, you got to get that old man in order. I stopped. He said, because it's going to take time to deal with the old things and really make sure that you're focusing in on the new generated life that you have in me. Questions. Hopefully you guys understood what I just said. Give me a second to pull up the scripture. For the flesh sets its desires against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. So the flesh sets its desires against the spirit, and the spirit works against the flesh. So the spirit is the new man. You guys got it, right? Yes. And the flesh is the old man, the old carnal nature. And if you really stop to pay attention, the old carnal nature Man, it's always speaking. It always has an agenda. He told me to repeat that. It always has a agenda. And the agenda is, I'm going to do what I want to do. And, and, and even though you don't think it's saying that, but it's really saying that. And the Lord literally was showing me that my flesh will, have you ever, have you ever said, I ain't going there. And you know you're not supposed to go somewhere, but you end up in the place that you know you're not supposed to go. And so your spirit man already checked you and said, you ain't going. But your flesh gets up, walks. And 
and your flesh is saying we need to get along, okay? And your flesh is is, is overpowering and, and it's pushing every thought and reason away. And you're sitting in this particular place and you're like, oh my God, I don't even know how, why I'm here. I don't even know why I'm engaging in doing the things that I'm doing. And the Lord said to me, you must control the old man. Hopefully you guys get what I'm saying. Because mm-hmm. the old man gets angry. And it will lash out and it will say whatever it wants to say. And then the new man is sitting there looking at the old man. And you're literally sitting there in this particular place staring at yourself saying, Oh my God, look what I just said. Because that's the spirit man speaking. Because the Lord says, I need you to put your old man on a leash. And he says, and I want you to start willing him in. Hopefully that makes sense to you guys. And so to put your flesh and you got to begin to put it on a leash, he literally said, you know, when you put something on the leash, like you're walking a dog, if the dog decides to go an opposite way, what do you do? You pull him back in and you restrain him. Uh, and, and then the Lord literally said, it is time to restrain the flesh. It is time to make sure that the flesh knows that it's not in authority. Yeah, you guys got that, right? Yes. And so he was literally showing me, by showing me Esau and Jacob. It's like one brother, all of you guys know, that he adored. And the other boy uh, was just being the oldest. He wanted nothing to do with birthright. It was all about himself, all about what he wanted, everything that he desired. He literally gave away everything that was important to someone away to the other brother because he didn't see the value in it. And flesh doesn't see the value in anything. It just says, okay, I'm going to do this. Okay, we're going to do that. And then when it gets in trouble, it says it's going to be all right. But then it still wants more in the midst of saying it's going to be all right. But it knows it's not going to be all right because at this particular point, the spirit man begins to oppose the things that the flesh is doing, but you're already entangled. Wow. I know I said a lot. <laughs> and the Lord literally reminds me, I need you guys to get comfortable because he says, I need you to be in this place for a while because you're going to tame the flesh. And you're going to tame it, and you're going to start calling it into order. You're going to call it into its right standing. It must serve you. This is a good message. Hopefully you guys get it. So... If we go into Romans 7, Romans 
before we go to Romans 7, let's, let's stop off at Galatians 5 and go from 19 to 21 because we need to set a framework of what the flesh desires. So, Precious, whenever you get there. Yeah, I'm there. I don't know if you wanted me to start. Um, yes. Examples of the works of the flesh that walking in the spirit helps us to overcome. Now, the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, decisions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like. Okay, we're going to stop there. Now I'm going to ask you to do me a favor and go to Esau and Jacob. Genesis 29. Excuse me. Okay, almost there. Sorry. Uh, Genesis 27, just in case. Genesis what? 27. Just start at the top or... Uh, I think we need to understand from the from the Roman perspective. Mm-hmm. It's right. Then I get did I pull it correctly? Genesis twenty seven? Well the title is Jacob Deceptively Gains the Blessing of Isaac. Perfect. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you ready for me? Okay. Um, Letter A. Rebecca and Jacob plot to deceive Isaac. Verses 1 through 4. Isaac's deathbed requests to Esau. Now it came to pass when Isaac was old and his eyes were so dim that he could not see. Wait a minute. Let's back up. Let's back up to... um the pregnancy, because I think that's where we need to start so you guys can see. Okay, let me go down in 26. Yeah, it was like 25. Starting at verse 19. 25, 19. Thank you so much. Okay, let me go. Um, Okay. The children of Isaac, Jacob and Esau, 
verses 19 through 23. The conception of Jacob and Esau. This is the genealogy of Isaac, Abraham's son. Abraham begot Isaac. Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebekah as his wife, the daughter of Bethuel, the Syrian of Paddan Aram, the sister of Laban, the Syrian. Now Isaac pleaded with the Lord for his wife because she was barren. And the Lord granted his plea. And Rebekah, his wife, conceived. But the children struggled together within her. And she said, if all is well, why am I like this? So she went to inquire of the Lord. And the Lord said to her, two nations are in your womb. Two peoples shall be separated from your body. One people shall be stronger than the other. I want other. to make sure that you yeah, hear, hear what you're saying. Slow it down so they can hear it. Two well, it's people a lot of, are it's in about. your body. It's hard for uh, me to read. Um, I'll back it up to where she asked. Um, she asked and said, if all is well, why am I like this? So she went to inquire of the Lord. And the Lord said to her, two nations are in your womb. Two peoples shall be separated from your body. One people shall be stronger than the other. And the older shall serve the younger. Okay, let me stop. Did you guys hear that? So you got two nation, two people in your body. You got the old one and you got the new one. Okay? And so the old you, the old you represents the fleshly you. And then you have the spiritual you. So you got two people at all times in your body. What's in your vessel is two people. Making sure you guys see that. And we know the fleshly one and we know the spiritual one. They are never aligned. Mm -hmm. They never agree. Hopefully you guys see that. They will never agree. They will always be at war with one another. Making sure you see this message. But you have the authority that is given by God to tame the older you. And so therefore, it is so important that you begin to wield the older you in and push that old man in alignment. The Bible says that when you speak to an older person, what do you call them? No. The Bible says when you speak to an elder, what do you call them? Okay. 
Come on, you guys. What, sir? No. I don't have to hurt Look it up. When you speak to an elder? Yeah, when you speak, like, first Corinthians says, there's a young man talking to Paul and he's older. What do they say to him? What does the Bible say call him? What does the Bible say called the older man? So if you're dealing with the older person, how do you deal with an older person, you guys? So don't be harsh or impatient with the older men. Talk to him as you would your own father. Yeah. And to the younger men as your brother. Yeah. So, so it's how we, we serve. So we understand that when you're speaking to someone that's elder, you really recognize that they're the older person. Mm -hmm. So when you're speaking to your flesh, you have to speak to a in a way to whereby you recognize that hey, it's the older, and you being the spiritual one, you're younger in the flesh, meaning you're younger. Let me stop that. Start that over so we can get it correct in the uh, recording. So the older man mm -hmm. is a soul that has the wisdom. And so a lot of times when we're dealing with our flesh, mm -hmm. I cannot just tell my flesh, don't do this. It's how I speak and how I address the things that are on the inside of me. Mm -hmm. And so I have to, I have to bring it into submission and to bring something into submission it is a way that we, we remind ourselves of what's important. So I'm going to say to my flesh, and we're not going over there, but these are the reasons why. And then I'm even going to remind myself of how I felt in that place. Because that's how you're bringing the older into submission. Because the old will run away. And it gets to the place. And it doesn't recall the things it's done. And so when it does recall what it's done, it's in the heat of the moment. And so the Lord was literally showing me that in the heat of something, it then begins to recognize that it shouldn't be there. And he said, so when you're speaking to the old fleshly man, mm -hmm. it's a certain way you have to say. Like, I can't just say to Paul, hey, hey, old guy. Okay? I have to find a way to will in my flesh. And I have to find ways that my flesh responds to what I'm saying. Hopefully you guys hear me. Yes. 
Well, like another part of the scripture says, never speak harshly to an older man, but appeal to him respectfully as you would your own father. So not that it's saying to call them father, but it's more like how you're expressing them. But, but, but he's literally telling you to appeal to your flesh. He's literally telling you in that way, you got to appeal to your flesh to get it to come into order. Can I give an example? Yes. An example of that is you're recognizing perhaps in that moment what the flesh could be struggling with or desiring to do. But like Paul, you have to sometimes obviously deny your flesh, but tell your flesh, this is what we're going to do. And the example that the Lord gave me is how I talk to my students and how I talk to my kids, you know, how you have to kind of explain to them, this is what you're going to do. Remember what happened last time when you, when you did this, what would happen? And having to then recall the error that might've been made. Then once you're able to recall, then you won't make that fleshly choice. You'll desire to make that spiritual choice. You're not in that accuser position with yourself, because if you ever notice that when you're in that accuser position with yourself, your self will continue to do the same thing. And, and the Lord was literally saying that the flesh books mark everything that's negative. Everything that's what? Negative. And it tends to condemn itself when it sees negative. And so it's so important that we, as in spiritual beings, begin to deal with our flesh in a way that we bring it into submission. We're not going to do this, as Precious says. We're not going there. Um, we're, these things bother us. Yeah. And Remember what happened when it, we were there. Yeah. Exactly. And even to the point where you're going to speak scripture over your flesh so that your flesh can come into order. Remember, the older will serve the new. So the new man, I keep saying to you guys, is the spiritual man. That's the one that has the wisdom, that has the power, that has the authority. The flesh has nothing. And the flesh is always looking to lead. And the Lord is literally saying to you, it is time that you will it in. He said, put it on a leash. That it cannot run wow, and do what it wants to do anymore. My grandson was in the car. He stayed in the car when I went back to the store. And when I came on, he had to hear so bad. I cannot be with him. You know, I don't like the heater on. And my blood and my head gets really hot. I said, my head gets so hot. Why would you like that? Because my head gets so hot, I feel like it's going to blow up. I have to have it cold. I guess that's why the Lord... 
showed me about how that why I want to do bad things and because I don't like the heat, I don't like hot, and it shows me in the long run. I'm not saying that I was perfect, Brady, because right away he always they always think that you're saying that. Are you because right away are you saying that I'm bad that I, that's why I like the heat because I like it hot and no that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying because I did a, I did a lot of things that were wrong, you know, when I was younger, but. Now that I've lived that and I've gotten older, I've learned that I don't want to get burned. I don't want to be hot. <laughs> so because I, and it's because mostly because I don't want to pay the consequences for doing those things. Because when you do those things that are wrong, you're going to get burned. And the burns are harder, the worse, you, the, the things that you do worse. You know, but it was explained to me, it was like that, like, the old, like you know, as you get older, you start learning mm-hmm. that you don't want to get you don't want to do those things. You want to stay in Josie, I hear you, but the Holy Spirit said, I need you not to just focus in on what we just read in Galatians, because it's not about all of the things that Galatians pulls out. It is something that are simple that you know the spirit man should be doing. But the flesh is literally saying, I ain't doing that. The flesh will literally say, the Lord says, go over there and speak to that particular person. And that flesh will say, I ain't doing that. I ain't got nothing to say to them. I don't know what to say. You are not going to make me uncomfortable. So it will literally tell you that you're not hearing God. Mm-hmm. And, and what God is literally saying to you, it is time to will all thoughts in. Everything that you're contending with, you need to bring it into submission. Yes. Then if you could see an old man on the inside of you, because the younger one is new. And and for some of you guys, some of you are in your teens. You're 15, you're 16, you're 17. You're nine. You know, I looked at your dad, uh, Precious, and I said, You're nine. <laughs> okay, because I thought oh, it was and the Lord said, nine, okay? He's nine. Okay? And you're a baby, okay? God is taking care of you right now because you're the baby. You're the newborn. God is taking care of everything about you. But that's the thing. Older people don't like being taken care of by younger people because they think they know it all. (laughs) That's the flesh. You know, yeah. You got this all together. You get it, okay? I pray I did? God. Oh, okay. Yes, you get it. Uh-huh. <laughs> because he literally wants us to get to the place to understand what's leading us, what's causing mm-hmm. these errors, what's causing this frustration, what's causing some of this, uh, the panic, what's causing you to check out, what's causing you to do that. It is the flesh. Especially when you've been serving it for so long. Exactly. Like, now, how many people that are and you've known the Lord for all these years and you're still in the same boat? 
Because he's literally saying you have not put your flesh on the leash. Mm-hmm. And so your flesh runs wild. You haven't truly denied yourself and God, died to that part of you. Yeah. A human being without restraint in honor of the Lord would be to stop and repent. Hold on. This is not this is not where you guys at. It's not about stopping and repenting. It's about being aware of your environment. Being aware that there's two uh people residing on the inside of you. Mm -hmm. That's what he's trying to bring out here so that you understand that there's a good and a bad you. Mm -hmm. There's two residing on the inside of your flesh. And he wants you to tame the older man so that the new regenerated man can stand. So, so I don't want you to focus on, oh, I got to repent. Because that's not where he's at. He's really making you aware that there's two entities, good and bad, that always at war with one another and they reside in your vessel. He wants you to come to a place to acknowledge when you came into existence in him, because that's the new man. He wants you to acknowledge that there is a old man that's constantly trying to lead. And that's the one that came through your mother's womb. Okay, that's why Nicodemus says, How can we be born again? Hopefully, you guys got mm-hmm. when we're old, and, and then that's when Jesus began to talk about the spirit goes and it doesn't know where it goes, and you can't find it. That's the spiritual man, and so he was telling Nicodemus that he needed to come into the new regenerated individual that he was created to be. And Nicodemus struggled to understand it because of the fact that he couldn't see what Jesus was telling him. And so Jesus literally said to him, the wind blows, you can see it, right? And you don't know where it's going. So he's telling him, hey, there is a spiritual aspect of your existence that you do things and you don't know why you do them, but you know you do them because it is the right thing to do. And then he went on to talk about this other one, okay, aspect of him. And Nicodemus had a better understanding of what Jesus was saying. And so God is now calling you to understand the same thing. So when he's talking to the woman, he's telling her that two nations are residing on the inside of her. And these two nations 
representing two children, they are at war. If you really understand who Ephi is, Ephi cares about nothing. He's totally focused in on what his survival. He, he, he literally gave up his birthright because he didn't think that there was no value in it because food was more important. That's what flesh sees is what's more important to him. And if, if you really look at it, it goes after the world. Mm -hmm. Pay attention. Esau in the Bible shows that he was red-blooded, hairy red man. What kind of soup he had? Red soup. It, it goes to what it sees that looks like itself. And the spirit goes to what looks like Christ. It makes a different choice. Did I say that correctly, Lord? Mm. It chooses not its own desire. The spirit chooses not its own desires. And if you could see, Esau chose his own desire. What do I need with a birthright? I can't do nothing for me. I'm about to die. And if you really pay attention, the flesh is always saying about to die. Some aspect of the flesh is literally telling you you're about to die. But the spirit man is alive and living in Christ, in you. Wow. Yeah, because your spirit man has chosen. And so that means you brought your flesh into, into submission. Because it says, oh, we're reading the Bible. But then when we think like, well, God's not going to get mad. And then we just watch this for a little while. And we watch 30 minutes of this and then 30 minutes of that. You're not, you're choosing that flesh. Yeah, you're choosing that flesh. Even though you're saying I'm dividing that, but you're really choosing that. You're really like, 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 you're really that 30 minutes in your Bible, you ain't going to remember anything you read because it's the flesh leading. Hopefully you guys get that because the flesh is saying 30 minutes over here, 30 minutes over here, and then you get to that 30 minutes for your Bible. You ain't in that Bible. You're just reading the words. You're reading the words. So the flesh had its way. Mm -hmm. 
So it won. And that old man, excuse me, got to be put in submission. Because it literally done tricked you to believe that you did something for God and you really didn't do nothing for God. You really just talked yourself out of studying. Instead of, instead it can be, you know what, I'm actually going to enjoy the word. You know, God, I do enjoy spending time with the Lord. Like, and you know, and you tell your friends, like, last time we actually, we, we spent time with the Lord, or we listened to the word, or listened to worship, we enjoyed that. So, Josie, let's go ahead and spend time with the, with the Lord. Exactly. First of all, because I do this Or sometimes it says, you know, you sit still for about a couple of hours, and God didn't speak to you, so why sit still now? Okay, so it literally stops you because you say, you said still, and God didn't say nothing to you. God didn't talk to you. You, Do you get it? God didn't talk to you. God doesn't talk to you. That's what your flesh says. And and the spirit man says, no, I'm going to sit here a little bit longer. Yeah. And isn't God outside of time? Exactly. Where the, the fleshly man is always concerned about time running out. <laughs> so time keeper. The fleshly man is always concerned about time running out. Like, oh, you know, I'm not going to have as much time like TV. I'm only going to have 15 minutes. That'll be me. Like, Lord, I only got 10 minutes. I got all the first to do. The 10 minutes before I go to bed. Let me watch TV. Or if it's in regards to desires. You can even look at the time in that regard, too, with flesh. Okay. So if you go back and you hear what he said about the two people, I think they can get it now. If you can read that again. Um, I'll just read 19. Um, This is the genealogy. You want me to go all the way to the beginning there? Yes, the part where he talks about she seeks to understand oh. what's um, happening to her. But the children struggled together within her, and she said, if all is well, why am I like this? So she went to inquire of the Lord, and the Lord said to her, two nations are in your womb, two peoples shall be separated from your body, one people shall be stronger than the other, and the older shall serve the younger. Did you guys get what he just said about your flesh? Okay. Okay, got it. You guys got that, right? Mm-hmm. Repeat it again. Josie's still over here trying to get it. I mean, I, I understand what you mean. Yeah, understanding what are those two nations that are at war within yourself. Two nations are in your womb. Go ahead. Josie, he's talking about you. Good and evil. Mm-hmm. On the inside of you. The flesh and your spirit. Right. He's using that to get her to understand what she's dealing with as she's carrying these two children. 
but he's also using that to bring forth an understanding of what we're dealing with as individuals. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Taking that, if I can say this, taking that, you know, depiction years ago, the little devil over here and the angel over there, they're on the inside. Right. And the angel is saying go and the devil saying to them. The concept. Right. Okay. And that's us all the time. When all we just tell me. The balance. We need to make this side stronger, the good side stronger. And by being our word and knowing the God and being closer to him, it will grow and get more stronger than the bad side. Hopefully. Which is the flesh. Okay. Yeah. And so and so to serve is to bring it into submission. Mm-hmm. So making sure that it doesn't run wild on the inside of you. That makes sense to you guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, let's go further. Two peoples shall be separated from your body. One people shall be stronger than the other, and the older shall serve the younger. Now Isaac pleaded with the Lord for his wife, because she was barren. Even the son of promise did not come into the promise easily. It only came Say to that again. Even, Say that again. Mm-hmm. Even the son even of promise did not come into the promise easily. It only came through waiting and prayer. So what is it basically saying? We are sons of the promise. We don't easily just come. Just because we are born again, it's not just that handed. Kingdom is not just handed to us. We have to basically fight for it. It's something that's ours, but you have to fight for it. And to fight is to overcome your flesh. Mm-hmm. He said, you've been doing it all the time. He said, but I'm calling it out now so that you can understand what you're really doing. You've been fighting our question? Uh-huh. You've been fighting it all your life. But he's calling it out now so that you can see what you're doing. You're fighting your flesh. You're fighting that old man. You're literally at war with that old man every day. And it only started when we accepted him as our savior? No. What? It started when you were born. <laughs> Can't you see that? Because he told us, we didn't see him, right? right? So once he was already, he already had told us, mm-hmm. and he was already in us, that's when the war started. Yeah. It started when you were born. But now that you're new in him, he's saying, hey, I need you to stand still now, and I want you to bring in to submission the things that are of your flesh. Let me get a couple of people. Kaseya. Kaseya, can you hear me? Can we unmute her? 
We're going to do what we're supposed to do in order to achieve the victory that is destined for us. They didn't tell you that they put a hold on her account to where she was restricted from applying for anything. Even to the point she literally told uh, the two people that she went to to try to get some help. She literally uh, told them, hey, and you can probably say it yourself, the two people that you went to first, one person did you advice and the other one uh, didn't? I talked to one person. that uh, It was a bunch of counselors, and they said I wouldn't have the hold, but then it came up, and by that time, all the classes I needed were filled up, and so then it took a week for them to respond. I talked to one counselor, and she said, no, it's your fault. Um, there's no way you can do this, and you have to do all these steps. And so then I talked to another counselor, and he said, actually, it's our fault. Um, you did all the classes in the summertime. It just didn't add up because it doesn't take that into account. Then I talked to another counselor that asked for help with a completely different matter. And then she was just like, I'm doing my job and I'm putting the hold back on your account because this guy was wrong and he shouldn't have done that and it's for your good. And so then going to the director, then him recommending to this other director, she was just like, I'm just gonna remove it off of your plate so you don't have to deal with it. You see, she had one fight, two fights, three fights, and in the midst, she called me crying, okay, saying, I don't want to do this. She called me what? Crying. Oh. And, and, and that's where God said fight. And so he's trying to get oh. us to understand we can't stand still. you got to fight the stuff that's fighting you. You can't just accept the things that are going on. You've got to stand against what's standing against you. And this is why he's literally saying, there is a war, and I need you to actively begin to get involved and fight. Within yourself against the thing that your flesh, because the flesh told her, her own flesh told her, uh, give up. And many of us keep yeah. the same types of words through our flesh give up. And our spirit man is saying, no, there's another way. And okay. when the word fight, many of us shut down. I, I, I'm not ready for a fight. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, even in Kaseya's share, her flesh was talking her out and trying to convince her not to fight. And then as she's going to all these other men and people, their flesh are also teaming up against her as well to not have her listen to her spirit man. Yeah. So it's so, just another layer. Yeah. Right. So she took a defeated stand. But then she in return recognized that God said fight the second time. And she went to coffee and she met somebody there 
who referred her to somebody else who ended up helping her to get what she needed. So it brought victory in a place where there was no way she could actually stand. In addition to that, not only did it open up classes for herself, but others had an opportunity to apply as well. So what she did helped others as well as herself. And so that's why God is literally saying it's time to change the flesh. And he's literally saying, you're going to be here for a while. Get comfortable because you're going to bring your flesh into submission. Make sense, you guys? Is he saying that it's going to take us a long time to get that flesh into order? Yeah, it's going to take some time. He didn't say a long time. He said, get comfortable, unpack, because it's going to take you some time. You're going to be here a while. And the reason why you're going to be here a while, you know, I'm 60, okay? So you have to understand, I got... You don't love 60. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Because she fought. 
And that's where we have to get to the place of fighting. Holy Spirit said, talk about your own flesh. I applied for a position at work. I didn't get it. But God told me, you know, there's another one coming. But in me not getting it, the Lord showed me my behavior. And he literally allowed me to see how I respond to certain things when God literally calls us to go to that next level and that next phase. So I applied, I checked out. When I say I checked out, there was a point in time where I applied that I couldn't even remember what I did and how I performed. I just, I, I just blanked out. I just couldn't figure out what I did as a forward living, even though I knew what I I did. And then I regained my courage, and God began to share with me, you know, all the great things about myself. And what he literally said to me, which was so important, he said, you have made this job. all about your value. He said, you don't see your value outside of this job. He says, I need you to know who you are, what you do, and understand the great things that I'm doing through you and stop looking at a job. And he literally said, for this job is soon to end. What he was literally saying to me that if I can't find my value outside of the job, when it ends, I'll never know who I am. And he literally said to me, you haven't even stopped to assess and see what you do for me. And many of us were sitting in the place, and we don't even know what we do for Christ. We don't even know our value in Christ. And so the flesh can lead and do whatever it wants because you don't know your value. He literally said, how many lives have you touched? I don't know. That was my response. What is it that you do well for me? I don't know. You said, how many lives have changed as a result of your obedience? I looked at the people in church. He said, you need to look at the people you talk to that's not in church 
and how many lives you have touched as a result of that. And I couldn't see it. And he says, this is why your flesh is leading. He says, how can I send you forward to help others when you don't know what you do? He said, you can't even place value on who you are in me. He said, but at work, you can tell me your value. And you can tell me how valuable you are. But in your life, in your family life, you devalue you. He said, but I created you. That the younger you should serve, I mean the older you should serve the younger you. Because the younger you knows its value. Knows what it stands for. And then, as I began to speak in the spirit, my spirit was telling me who I was. But my flesh was like, ain't you. That ain't you. And many of us are in that place that we don't know who we are. Because you fail to realize the flesh is forgetful. Okay? It's very forgetful. You set your phone down and can't remember where your phone was because the flesh don't remember anything. Remember, it gets all entangled and stuff, and then it says, Oh, God, we're here again. And so the Lord was literally saying to me, I need you to slow down. I need you to start paying attention to how I use you, what I speak to you, what are some of the things that I do to you so that when I ask you the next time what's your value, you can tell me. We don't know our value. No, you're a baby. You don't have to. So you, you're safe. Nine years old. <laughs> you got a new chance at nine years old. <laughs> but to understand your value, you'll understand how to tame your flesh. This, this was a heavy message he put on me. And I had so bad wanted to serve it last week, but I was like, oh, Billy is here. And, and, and I sat behind holding on to this because he gave it to me way before Thanksgiving. 
because he literally made sure that I understood that you won't have to start willing this old man in. And he's going to have to submit. And you just cannot let the old man run rapid. Because he devalues your spiritual man. Negatively too. Mm-hmm. He, he does say that louder. That's that the old man speaks negatively too. Mm-hmm. You say you don't do that. God don't care about you. God don't use you. You don't even hear God. Well, they have another name too called selfish. Huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have another name too. No. Another name for it. When you get another name called selfish. Okay. We haven't even got to the full message yet. I'm still breaking this down to you guys. Um, I I love the test things in a moment. And I'm sitting here just saying that, right? One of the things that I I war with small in my mind, but um is like Doing the things I need to do to lose the weight that I want to lose to be healthy, right? That's one of the things the Lord has stuck to me. And for some months, I, I would speak negatively internally to myself if I'm making bad choices. And so, I, and so thinking about what you're saying about the message that appealed to the older man, and I said to myself right now, okay, Takia, you know you want to lose weight. You can make healthier choices. You can not eat the junk food, right? Like, you can do this. This is something that you can do. And then, you know, like, on the inside, I agreed with that. And I was, and I, I feel myself on the inside not fighting against it because of the war, right, that causes us to continue to stumble down a road. Mm-hmm. But I didn't fight myself and I said, you know what, we're going to do this. And so, I mean, I, I'm saying that because I just tested it, but also for you guys to test it out, too, like, because it, it's true. When you appeal to the older guy, when you try to see the older flesh, it really, like, just the, it falls in line. Like, okay, well, thank you for talking to me nicely. Like, thank you for treating me nicely. And it just falls in That's line. hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You become a motivational speaker to yourself. <laughs> Because you now see it, you guys, because you never realize you're fighting you, the mm-hmm. old you. <coughs> Let's go a little bit further. With- That's why you said when Josie asked earlier for part and four minutes, so it's ongoing. So we're in an extended stay mode with this. We're, we're not. We don't have to leave the, the, the items in the suitcase. We can put them in the drawer. We're going to be here for a while. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Makes sense, you guys? Yeah, I'm trying to make sure everybody's getting this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's go a little bit further. Um, we can trust that the prayers of a husband for his wife have a special effectiveness.
Um, the Lord granted his plea and Rebecca, his wife, conceived. This prayer was answered, but some 20 years after Isaac and Rebecca first married. Their faith and persistence in prayer was tested and invited to grow through many years as well. Oh, did you guys hear that? Yep. Their faith in what was tested and invited to grow. So, so in essence, the spiritual man is contested and it's invited to grow. And how was it tested? This, say that through the fight? Exactly. What did she say? It's through the fight of the flesh. Through the fight. Through the fight of the flesh. Mm-hmm. So read that again. The Lord granted his plea and Rebecca, his wife, conceived. This prayer was answered but some 20 years after Isaac and Rebecca first married. Their faith and persistence in prayer was tested and invited to grow through many years. So, so they didn't take, so they're praying, they're fighting, and they're doing whatever is necessary. But they're not in this place where they're saying, oh, give me that midwife. Okay? Mm-hmm. Let me bring this person in to help me to have babies. Mm. Their faith is they're fighting, they're believing, they're trusting, they're, 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 they're moving in prayer. Mm-hmm. Persistent. And they're believing God for what he believes. He has spoken over them. So believing God for what he has spoken over them. Hear what I'm saying, because I need you guys to get this. Amanda literally said, and she says it a lot when she's on the line, we're supposed to be top quality faith ministries. Well, we don't have top quality faith. Yes. 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 Yeah. And and she literally asked the question all the time, what are we doing that we are not there yet? He said, your flesh is running rapid. And I gave you guys the example. I applied for a job. I, I, I stressed out every. Did I get it? Did I get it? Did I get it? Oh, no, Lord, you're not going to open the door. You're going to open the door. No, Lord, you're not going to open the door here. And the Lord kept saying, can you just stand in faith? And then I said, I don't want to stand in faith because I know you're not going to give it to me. I need you to just tell me no because I don't need to be worried and stressed over something that you're not going to move on. Keep it. I said that I was going to promote you, but I didn't say this one. Well, now you're telling me. You tell me after it, okay? And then I get frustrated because he's telling me still to stand in faith. And I'm over here saying, if this ain't it, I ain't standing for that. Get it? 
And then I recognize, and, and I don't know if you guys recognize, I don't know how the Lord speaks. I don't. I'm going to teach a message on that because I don't know how the Lord speaks. You don't know how the Lord speaks. He says, let us go over to the other side. That's the answer to, to the question. Amen. We read that. Let us go over to the other side. He told the disciples that they were going to be on the other side when they were in the boat and they were drowning. Let us go over to the other side with their victory. Stand in faith is my victory. He spoke another word. It is done to another. He told somebody else, go and wash in another area. Do you see what I'm saying? He told them to go to the Jordan and wash. He told them this or that. We got to understand how the Lord speaks. Because if we don't know how the Lord speaks, then we're missing how we're supposed to stand. Because that's what I said to him. I, I don't even know how you speak. I need you to be clear with me on what you're saying to me because I can see that there's areas within my conversation with you that I don't understand because you're giving me the end and, and I'm not hearing you. So I ask you again, I ask you again, I ask you again. I turn it over, I slap it back at you, I toss it up, I cry, I do everything. And I still get the same answer, stand in faith. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, I mean, like to him, like for us, one, one day isn't one day to him. But see, my flesh knows what that means. My flesh doesn't know what that means, but my spirit man, let me correct that, my spirit man knows what that means. You should have victory. My spirit man knows that I'm going to have victory, but my flesh says, it ain't here right now. It's probably never going to come. Because I've been praying for Paul gave the analogy, 
to where you used to have the devil on one side and you had uh, an angel on the other side. So that way, it was some way that people would say, oh, the devil made me do it, you know, because the devil was talking and was really saying that your flesh was having a conversation with you where the spirit man was saying, don't do that, don't do that. And so it lines up to where you could see it, but still we're struggling because we're missing the fullness of this word. Let's keep going, precious. We ain't gonna finish this one. <laughs> um, as well, these were the only children born to Isaac and Rebecca. So she went to inquire of the Lord. The struggle that seemed to take place in Rebecca's womb made her seek God. There it Ooh, is. Did you hear that? There it is. Did you hear that? Because mm -hmm. the struggle in me made me seek God. Because I was like, what the heck is this? Yeah. And then he reminded me of Paul. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, oh my God, what what is this? Because I'd never seen Paul from that point. Paul is literally talking about the struggle. What I desire to do, I do not. It, it's a struggle. Mm -hmm. And he gave me the framework in the Old Testament. So the framework is in the Old Testament. And the new is my victory. Amen. Keep going. As she sought him, the Lord spoke to her regarding number of children in her womb, their gender, and the destiny of those sons in her womb. What so verse did. are you on? What verse are you reading right now? Um, this is verse, well, I'm reading the, um, Enduring Bible, so I'm reading 19 through 23, so I'm in probably 20, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, did you want me to read that other part again, or? No, let's keep going. It is good to desire that the Lord would speak to us. But we must realize we cannot hear perfectly from God. We can become far too confident in our ability to hear from the Lord and forget that it is easy for us to stop listening when God wants to keep speaking. We may add to what the Lord is saying or hear it clearly, but misunderstand the timing or application of what the Lord says to us. There you go. That's what I missed, the timing and the application. That's why I said, I do not know how you speak. Yeah, over I yeah. assume you speak one way, mm -hmm. but my flesh gets involved, and then I automatically mm -hmm. destroy what is being said by the means of the spirit because I put my fleshly spin on it. I don't know how you speak. 
Your reaction. How we act the food when we don't get our way. Frustration. Mm-hmm. Just having an expectation for God to do something and He don't do it. That's how yep. you know you didn't understand. Again, yeah, like child, temper tantrum. Well, also, I think if I, I'm just—it's more of a—it's a question and a statement. It's just reaffirming our relationship mm-hmm. with Holy Spirit terms of how um, how obedient we are to uh, to Christ mm-hmm. and if we're going to follow what's on our heart what's through this through the anointing mm-hmm. I say it, I could say it another way but go ahead and finish we lose patience, and and and, and it's gonna, this is going to lead, kind of like springboard into some some branches here. So we lack the patience, and we lack obedience. We not committed to prayer. We're not committed to study, uh, reading of the word, and uh, and then it circles back around to patience. Because if you don't have patience, mm-hmm. then it just it's like. There's no Absolutely. So there's no there's no nurturing of of, of your of your of your of the Holy Spirit within you. You don't you yeah, you don't grow. Can I say something? Sure. The Holy Spirit said the flesh will never know me. So whenever we put that flesh in, that's when we mess up. Because normally we're in his spiritual way, in his spiritual, the spirit part of us is in it. As long as it's leading you, it will never know Christ. But if it serves the spiritual you, then it knows Christ. Because you're teaching it to yield. The flesh by itself, it cannot yield to Christ. It is the spirit man that brings the flesh into submission. Hopefully you guys got that. But the flesh by itself will never know. So spiritually, you have to say, come on, let's go. The Kikia's example, come on, let's go. We're going to do this. We're going to lose the weight. Come on, let's go. We're going to follow them. Exactly. We're just correct. So you're literally saying, come on, let's go. Come on, we could do this. Because the flesh is going to constantly say, no, 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 we can't do this. No, 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 no. It always has reserves. Yeah, talks you out of. Mm-hmm. That's why God says, relax, get comfortable. We're going to be here until a while, okay? We're going to win, but we're going to be here. He, he shows me in the spirit, like mm-hmm. each one of you have put a leech on your flesh. 
it has you guys put a collar on it and you you're walking around like a dog right now okay mm. okay so so he's literally at this particular point saying you are going to teach it so you're going to take it for a walk you're going to turn it teach it how to do tricks you're going to teach it how to sit still you're going to teach it okay? so if you can what I see in the spirit, all of you guys have now literally said, come on in. Where before you didn't say, come on in. And he shows me like each one of you have a collar around your dog now, okay, which is your Hilarious, hilarious. Okay, and he's literally saying you're teaching it to walk alongside of your spirit man. Like a dog show. Exactly. (laughs) A dog show. Mm-hmm. So I guess you could state it henceforth that I don't think I'm ready to say. That's why you think about that. No, it's, it's like, no, I'm sorry, Joseph. You know, we're, we're in the world, but of the world. We're, we're, um, but I love what he literally said because he said no matter if you're a baby or a nine-year-old or a full-blown adult okay <laughs> He's literally said, you can claim it. (laughs) (laughs) What? Church 
sitting down and you literally tell your flesh, you're going to sit down next next to me, you're going to be quiet, and I'm going to receive this word. That means you hear the drums here, you hear the car outside, because you know we hear a lot. We hear the people across the street getting breakfast food. We hear the people over here, and you don't have any noise. Because your flesh not saying, look over here. Look at that. Look at that. Look at our shoes. Look at this. Oh, he moving. Why is he moving? They in there eating food. Oh, I want food too. You won't hear all of that background noise when you bring your flesh into submission. You know something I'm reminded of? <clears throat> the flesh, one of the things about it, it fears a lot. It fears everything. A lot of these mm-hmm. pastors just mainly was fear. Fear of missing out. Fear of not having. Fear of lacking. Fear of this. But again, in what pastor is saying is appealing to the flesh it's like in that I'm seeing it as loving, like we're loving ourselves. When we're talking to ourselves in a gentleness and appealing to ourselves as we appeal to, you know, a father, you're loving yourself. So you're not going to condemn yourself. You're going to just, like, the Lord loves me. Like, wow. the, Lord, the Lord is for me. Like, Shakira, remember the Lord is for you. Remember the Lord is with you. Mm-hmm. You can actually sit still and receive this word. Like, Josie, remember the Lord calls you. He he, he filled every gap that you lacked when you didn't have a degree. Remember, the Lord made up for all of that. You can, the Lord is with me now. I don't have to know everything that everybody else knows. Remember that, Josie. Like, if you talk to yourself in that manner, your whole flesh will just subside because what subsiding is fear. Fear will just quiet down because love is ruling over it, and God is love. And, and, and did you feel like, oh, God, it just come you to hear that? It's like coming. Like, you're going to get this, Kathy. You're going to overcome. Josie, it's okay not to get things when it first comes out. But I assure you, you're going to get it. It's like your spirit man saying that. And it's literally saying, slow down, listen. He said, I'll never let you leave you out. It's like you hear that. So completely different. And and, and I, I understand because I, I'm trying to get a place in the message and we ain't moving. <laughs> and so I now see why the Lord says in his statement up front, how will he speak? You're going to be here a while, okay? And so in my mind, we're going to be here a while talking about future. He's even talking about in this message that we ain't moving fast like we think we're going to move. We're going to be here a while. And so that means we're going to be looking at this message next week because we need to get this. We're going to be here a while. That's a blessing. Because um, this ties into work for me, and I don't even know if I can share, but... It's blessing me because it's like I was literally asking the Lord in my communication, Lord, what am I missing when I'm talking to people at work? Why does it feel like they're not receiving the things that I'm saying? And then the Lord said to me, he, he just said one word, 
soft skills. And I'm like, soft skills, Lord? And I'm like, okay, I remember learning that sometimes before. I looked it up on um, on uh, LinkedIn and taking my little course for it. And the first thing it talks about is emotional intelligence. But emotional intelligence, it all circles down to just like love and gentleness and how you speak to yourself and acknowledging the emotions you have, right? And all of that is like the gentle appealing to yourself, appealing to the parts of you that are weak, you know? And I'm just like, oh, my God, this is literally helping me on multiple levels. <laughs> because the way I talk to myself is how I talk to the people. I don't receive it. They ain't receiving it. You know what I mean? But I'm like, if I receive the gentleness and I start talking to myself in a gentle way from that place, it's, I'm, it's going to improve my relationship with people at work. You know, so it's going to improve our relationship with people as we minister to them. They're going to be able to digest the things that God has given to us because we're going to be able to serve it in love, which is faith. Our faith works by love. One of the things that the Lord is possibly showing us in this message, we've been missing the love aspect of faith. Well, let me give you guys something that happened because it really is set to move me. I was on vacation for the last eight days. And so my boss called me yesterday and said, if you understand what I'm doing right now, you would be upset. But I'm not going to tell you what I'm doing, but I just need you to know if you understand what I'm doing, you would be upset. I'm on vacation. You know, my mind said, what are you doing? She says, I don't want to tell you, but let me tell you anyway. My boss has me going back through every single vacation you took this year just to make sure you're not stealing time. Okay. She then said to me, take that in for a moment. Okay. Take that in for a moment. Now tell me how you feel. Okay. At this point, I'm like, why is everybody investigating my time? Okay. I carried over. 138 hours from last from the prior year, and I got 160 hours of vacation, and then I got 40 hours of, of float time, which I carried over 16 hours, which made me 56 hours of float time. So I had so much time on the books, and you're scrutinizing me, and then in my mind, I'm like, oh my God, did I not register something? Okay, then I skipped something, you know, to that extent. And then I said, I don't steal time. Do you hear me? I said, in my life, I've never stole time. But this is the first time I took my vacation. And the only reason I took my vacation, because I was tired of losing vacation. So I took it this time. And so in the midst of me taking it, she says, I'm going to let you digest that. 
don't worry about what I just said to you, because I got your back. She then hangs up and says, I'm going to bed. Today, I get a call at about 11 o'clock, and she said, what are you doing? I said, cleaning up. She said, oh, so how did you feel about what I just shared with you yesterday? Tell me your emotions now. Okay, tell me your emotions. I processed that, and my mind said, this job is the craziest job I've ever been in. I need to get out of here. I need to start applying now because this is just ridiculous. That's what my emotion, and I share with her, and she said, oh, my God, so now you see how I feel. looks for agreement. Because it doesn't like to be alone. Mm-hmm. And the Lord showed me. She doesn't speak truth, but you keep aligning with it. What captivity you want to be in? Did you guys hear me? If she was talking to me like that, and I know that, I mean, in my mind, I know that I, I would never do time. Kind of, you know, I would just be, you say you're crazy. That's what I would be. But that's captivity, too. Wait a minute, but that's captivity, too, because you're judging her. I ain't going to judge her. The dog is off the leash. The dog is off the leash. Lying crazy fool. Hold on, hold on, Lord. I was saying this woman's lying crazy fool. 
And and the Lord literally said, judge or not. Mm -hmm. He said, so we're through this. Because my flesh supposed to minister to her. I mean, my spirit man supposed to minister. So I have to say, come on in, like Takia said. Let's have a conversation with her and get her to calm down. And let her know that it's going to be all right and God is in control. But instead, my flesh said, you crazy, she crazy, and I'm getting out of this place. Do you hear what I'm saying? You crazy, she crazy, I'm getting out of here. And I started flying out. I'm like, uh, Lord, you can, you can give me something on the outside. I said, because y'all crazy. I said, I've never worked for a crazy organization as this. Y'all all crazy. And the Lord said, what's your words again? Because the spirit man has to be mindful at all times of what is really going on. And so I brought you into her foolishness and look what your response was. But we're easily brought into it. And so we have to be mindful. Okay? So then the Holy Spirit shows me. I'm walking my dog. You walking your dog. And now my dog is like. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it on the I can't do anything about it, even though I'm moved by it. 
and, and I'm literally saying at this particular point, Lord, I have been moved by <clears throat> what do I do? What's your worth outside the scope of the job? You know, what's, what's, your, what's your value once you leave that, that, that the confine of that building? How many lives, how many individuals have you touched that you brought to Christ, you know, have had an impact? Because the, the whole thing is all that one perk, that one thing that you mess up in, that's where all the people that you touch are looking yeah. to see. Yeah. Which is correct. Which is what makes it. Which is correct. Yeah. So I cannot, I cannot. I'll tell you wrong, but when you have time, you guys have a finger. I can see what she's doing to you. I mean, but I know, I mean, you see it too, but you just like can't. Well, she seems to be a little odd. Yeah, but you can't, you can't do anything. You have to wait on God, and you have to submit. So the spirit man has to stay in alignment. Even though you can see what the person's doing, you have to not leave your space. That's you know what? That's the devil trying to make you fall apart and do whatever he wants to do and play with your mind. But but we have to be. But strong. you gave insight before. You've been trained to do that. Mm-hmm. You've been trained to jump on that person. Muzzle. Yeah. When you really look at it, Josie, you saying, no, 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 I'm a commander that you've been trained to fight back for the person. And God says, that's not an effective fight. I need you to war in the spirit. Exactly. And only speak what he tells you to speak to her. I can't tell her, I know you're lying. Rather you want to. Yeah, I know you're lying. Because I know you keep trying to round me up because you want me to go. And she and she literally said, she did one of them. You know how you did in elementary school? If you really knew how she feel about you, you wouldn't be her friend. Uh-huh. And so and so in your mind, you're like, you, you don't know. You don't know. And she said, even with that, she feels like you done took your foot off the gas when it comes to the job. You were the top number one employee, and now she feels you took your foot off the gas. And she literally has a problem with you. And what do I say? Can't say nothing. And then the Lord says, do you not you see that the enemy is standing and he has a sharpshooter, a gun, and he's looking to fire at you if you respond incorrectly? And he knows what next 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 what now you get it. Now you get it. There she is. Yeah. Okay. Now she gets it. 
So let me give you guys a little bit more. I know for the sake of time, I know we're not, we haven't even touched this one yet. Okay. We'll be here. We'll be here. That's yeah, we're still on the appetizer. Yeah. Sorry, one second, I lost my place. Good night, Mom. Good night. So much older. Jewish legends say and Esau tried to kill each other in the <clears throat> also every time Rebecca went near an idol's altar, Esau would get excited in the womb. When she Did would go get near that? Mm -hmm. Did you guys get that? Every time we went towards an idol, Esau would get excited in the womb. Flesh. That's like us saying, oh, I'm about to get over here and exactly. do what I want to do. Things we idolize. We get excited about it. Yeah. Like, oh my God, this is coming. This is this. This is this. I'm going to be all set. Yeah, that's true. They have our full. <laughs> but, but look at in the womb he's reacting wow. mm. that's deep so, so wait a minute you guys gotta see this in mm. the womb we re even react yeah mm. okay so the flesh is being trained even in the womb that's crazy mm. oh that's what's your name I and, so, and, so, and so when you stop to see, because uh, it says through the birth canal, what comes through the birth canal? Mm -hmm. So in the womb, it's already reacting. Because even when, like, you know, when the cousin went to go see Mary and the baby, and they jumped, the, uh, knew the Holy Spirit was there, knew that it was the Wow. Okay, you guys get this. Uh-huh. Born into iniquity. Born and shaped by sinner. Yep. Let's keep going. Also, every time Rebecca went near an idol's altar, Esau would get excited in the womb. And when she would go near a place where the Lord was worshipped, Jacob would get excited. <laughs> you guys see that? The fact that she mm -hmm. knew that in the womb, mm -hmm. she knows making. That makes so much sense. Mm -hmm. Because it was like, you know, when I was carrying Saya, it was like she knew Bible study. Because I would say, hey, we're going downstairs to go to Bible study. Okay, everybody's going to be here. We're going to be at Bible study. And then when she came out, she knew what Bible study. 
And then I would be like, hey, this is this person. This is this person. This is this person. She was one of them babies that didn't lay down. Remember, she wanted to stand up. So she came out standing up. And I was like, we need to lay this baby down. (laughs) And the doctor said, if she could stand, let her stand. Because remember, I couldn't put her on my back shoulder. I don't know if anybody remember. I couldn't put her and burp her backwards. She had to turn around and see because of where she was. So that means she was able to see and understand things in the womb. Okay? So making sure that you see and you hear. So there's always activity going on. Okay, let's go further. Of course, these should be regarded as nothing more than legends. And the older shall serve the younger. In this case, God chose to go against the accepted pattern of the younger serving the older. In Romans 9, 10 through 13, the Apostle Paul used this choice of Jacob over Esau before their birth as an illustration of God's sovereign choice. God's choice of Isaac instead of Ishmael seems more logical to us. Yet his choice between Jacob and Esau regarding which one would be their heir of God's covenant of salvation was just as valid, though in some ways it seemed to make less sense. Paul wrote that God's choice was not... Did you get it? It makes less sense, right? It don't make sense that the old would serve the new. Mm-hmm. It don't make sense that my flesh is serving my spirit. That don't make sense. Yeah. But it's true because Paul is talking about it here. Why would Paul go all the way back to Esau and Jacob and gain understanding of where he was standing in his own members. Because Esau was the older one, and Jacob was the younger one. Mm-hmm. But Jacob was the older one. Which is correct. And so even though he was the younger one, we would think that he had the older, and everybody always says the older one is the one getting. So, so God wants what he chose in you to rise up. Get why he's telling us this method. He wants what he chose in you to come forward. And so the one he did not choose was your flesh. But he knows that it has to come with you. So he says, I now need you to teach it. So I need you to teach it how to respond to me. Okay. Makes more sense, you guys? Mm-hmm. So this is a heavy foundation that they laid. Very heavy foundation. Mm. 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 Mm.
to unmute themselves sometimes you're not able to unmute yourself oh, everybody's unmuted everybody's under, um, unmuted can you say that and say yes we understand <laughs> are you ready but if i if don't I, let that I, dog I, loose don't let that dog loose no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> The Lord is so hilarious because <laughs> he started playing that one song from back in the day, Who Let the Dogs Out? <laughs> and he was like, That's <laughs> so funny. He got a sense of humor tonight. He got a very good sense of humor tonight. The way he's using this again sorry um god's choice of isaac instead of ishmael seems more logical to us yet his choice between jacob and esau regarding oh you know what I, this thing keeps moving and i'm losing my place okay never yeah, we'll just keep it there just read from there yeah mm -hmm. god's choice of isaac instead of ishmael's more logical to us, 
yet his choice between Jacob and Esau regarding which one would be the heir of God's covenant of salvation was just as valid, though in some ways it seemed to make less sense. Paul wrote that God's choice was not based on the performance of Jacob or Esau. The choice was made when they were not yet being born, nor having done any good or evil. Mm. Did you guys get that? Wow. So God made the choice that your flesh is going to serve your spirit man, even before you were born. All things work together for the good of those who love the Lord are called according to his purpose. We're just mm. right. So he made that choice. Wow. And so when he made a choice, remember I said, I don't understand how you speak. Mm -hmm. That is true today. The way he spoke it, as we read it, it is true. So you can tame your flesh. Mm -hmm. He wrote it in the scripture, so it is something that can be done. He would not have said it if it could not be done. We're stopping at 10.30. I'm watching. I'm watching. But you guys got that too, right? Yeah. That's why I said, understand how he speaks. And if you took that word in, that word now resides on the inside of you. It's just like Billy's message. 13, 2013 is when, I mean, 2010, when he first heard to fight. He chose not to fight. Okay? Then 2023, he hears the same message to fight. That means that word is still activated, still alive. It did not die. It still had life in it to bring forth the victory that he now sees that he's a citizen. Making sure that you guys see that. Because many of us, flesh says, God didn't do it. He's not going to do it. Doesn't mean that God, God still says, you know how we say that word is still alive? It still exists. We know it's floating. It's still out there somewhere in the atmosphere looking to what? Perform. But it cannot come perform because we don't give it legs and life. We need to give it life. And life comes through the spirit. Okay, hopefully you guys are getting that. Yeah. Wow. Heavy. It it's uh liberating. Okay, five minutes. Hopefully you guys got what I just said here. I need you guys to catch it and to hear everything that's being said because it, if you can hear it, you can apply it, and it will change your life. Yeah. 
Because when he showed me this, I was like, oh, my God. Because my flesh was literally in that place saying, why me? Why is it? Da, 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 da. And then last night when I got the news that I didn't get that job, my flesh wanted to keep me up all night and then tell me, you know how it goes through that rehearsal mode where you could have said this and you should have said this and you should have said that and you should have said this. And you know, my Lord said to me, we are not doing this tonight. Mm. Like, go to sleep. We are not. literally said, we are not doing this tonight, meaning that the flesh is not going to rule. We are not going to have this conversation tonight. You are not going. And immediately when I heard we are not doing that, my flesh stopped. Because it was about to keep me up and have me racing all night over something that God didn't call for. Remember? What he said about Esau. Esau ran to what? To the idols. Esau ran to the idols. And so my flesh was running, trying to justify why I didn't get the idol. And then it wanted to attack the Lord. You said. Because that's what it wanted to pull up. You said. And he said, we ain't having this conversation tonight. Meaning, you're not going to be here acting the fool with me because your flesh wanted something. And all I could do was say, okay, go on to sleep. <sighs> Mm-hmm. Okay, but let me make sure you understand. My flesh said, "Okay, you can't talk about that, but let's talk about something else." And so it kept me up. <laughs> oh Lord! It did talk about that, but kept me up on something else, and I was just like, "Oh my God!" You let out another dog <sighs> because. It looks to rule. Mm-hmm. And you know how flesh says, it's going to be an all-nighter. You're not sleeping tonight. <laughs> Especially even if you have a cup of coffee. You know you're not going to sleep. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hallelujah. This, is, this one is very heavy. So we're at 10.30. My God. I will bring you guys back to this message come tomorrow. I mean, come next week, because we have to keep going because there's a fast that comes with this one. Praise the Lord. That will lead us into the new year. There's a fast. So God is setting down everything. So I know some people are in office. I'm going to say to you guys now, I have to... As of the 31st, if you're doing anything, whether you're over the prayer team, security, or whatever the case may be, God is bringing all positions to halt. That includes children as of the 31st. That includes what Alana does too. 
everybody has a 31st, but he's going to regenerate these things, but it will be his way. Amen. It's not saying that they're not going to come back, but they have to come back, but then he's going to move some people out of position and put others in who do truly have hearts for things. So be prepared. I will post everything that's out there so that he can choose what he wants. It's just he's bringing in order, but the fashion is going to produce the outcome that he desires. Yeah, this one, this one is heavy. And it doesn't mean that we're doing it wrong. Exactly. So no, nobody That's get offended. Right. It's not about getting offended, offended about anything. He's just looking to bring some changes he desires. Yeah. Okay. I will stop you here. Zakia, can you close us out? Heavenly Father, we thank you for this night of Bible study, for the word you brought forth, um, for this word meeting us where we were and where we are, and also for the promise to come. But we bless this time. We bless each person who showed up as well, Lord. And we just pray blessings over us as we go forward in our night. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 And if we can get this one out, I would love for people to get this one early because it's so important that they get this one. Okay. Have a good night, everybody. If God is building top quality faith in your life through this ministry, we pray that you will partner with us by giving. You can visit our website, tqfm.org. Also, remember to subscribe for more messages like this. Thank you.